A Ministry of Justice survey has found fraud and deception crimes almost doubled in the year to November. The annual crime and victim survey has just been released and shows nearly a third of New Zealanders were victims of crime during the 12-month period. Deception crimes and credit card fraud have seen a marked increase, with 10% of those surveyed falling victim, compared with 6% the previous year. Joining us now is Victim Support Spokesperson Petrina Hargrave. Kia ora, Dr Hargrave. How concerning are these results? Kia ora, Perlina. Very concerning. Firstly, we're concerned that this survey continues to show that most New Zealanders don't report crime. So about 75% of people are not reporting crime. That means that the crime that is reported is just the tip of the iceberg. So it's a real underestimate, underestimate of the huge impact that crime has on victims. And if people are not reporting crime, we know then that they're probably not seeking help and they're not getting justice and they're not able to recover. There's been a big increase in particularly deception and fraud crimes. Is that what you're seeing on the ground? Well, actually, our figures for deception and fraud crimes are quite low. They make up about 1.5% of the victims that we support. But again, we suspect that this is just the tip of the iceberg because the problem with fraud and deception crimes and cyber crimes is that they're underreported. And one of the reasons for that, we believe, is from the from the victims that we've supported, is there's often quite a lot of shame and stigma, stigma associated with that. So people don't feel like they're going to be believed. They actually feel that they're going to be blamed. And if you feel like you're going to be blamed, why would you report a crime? I know you can't give specific examples, but I received a toll road text recently myself. And in a sort of moment of a daze, I clicked on it. And my first thought was, oh, why, why, how could you be so silly? Uh, you know, and I sort of blamed myself. So is that the problem, the, the victim blaming and, and then feeling like maybe it's too trivial to report? Yes. Well, the survey showed that a lot of people don't report because they feel the incident is too trivial. But for people who actually are victims of fraud, um, they lose huge amounts of money. So the impact is devastating financially and emotionally. And the problem is that a lot of people are too afraid to even tell the people closest to them, their family and friends, who are normally the people you'd go to if you wanted Mm. support for something big in life, what had happened. But it often gets to the point where if a huge amount of money has, has suddenly disappeared from the bank account, that you can't actually hide it. So victims will often tell those closest to them, their spouse or their family, and then they are blamed by those people. Those people, that instead of supporting them, the spouse and family might actually blame them and say, oh my gosh, how could you have been so stupid? How could you have been fooled? Could have been duped? And then they think, okay, well, I won't go any further. And then they actually can start blaming themselves as well. Yeah, it can be embarrassing or feel like it's embarrassing. So there's a reluctance to report those crimes. What can be done to change that? Well, I think the message is that Victim, um, victims are never responsible for what happens to them. It doesn't matter if it's fraud, if it's burglary, if it's sexual violence. It is never your fault, no matter what people say. But the problem is that we've got a society where victim blaming is actually rampant. It's a rampant form of re-victimisation, and we see it in victims' own families and their friend circles, and then often in the criminal justice system, in the media, And so we really need to have a shift in the narrative there 
So victim blaming often occurs. It's, you know, what it is is that when people do say or imply that the victim is somehow responsible for what happened to them rather than holding the offender solely responsible. And it's easier for people to believe that it may be the victim's fault mm. than it is to believe that bad things can happen to good people. So by blaming the victim, we can protect our view that bad things won't happen to us that they only happen to other people. And I think one of the key messages is that victimisation is not just something that happens to other people. Anybody can be a victim of crime at any time. And as you said, you know, that almost happened to you. And the problem with fraud is that these scams are becoming a lot more sophisticated mm. and they actually involve... And timely, a lot of the, a lot of the yes. time. That's the issue. You, you might be getting a... You know, if you get a text from a New Zealand Post or, or DHL or something and you might be waiting for a parcel, then, yeah. That's right. We can all relate to that, exactly. And so there's a deep level of emotional manipulation going on there. So often victims are making an emotional or a very, very quick judgment, as you said, rather than a logical decision. So part of the problem, part of the issue is actually educating the public about having these conversations about fraud and how um, it can happen to anybody. And we need to understand when we're supporting victims in society that um, we need to be able to put ourselves in their shoes. We probably can't connect with what was going on emotionally for mm. them at that time. But to know it can happen to you as well. well kia ora for your time today. That's Petrina Hargraves from Victim Support. Uh, just make sure you report the crime and don't be embarrassed.